Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Friday, February 11th, and this is People Every Day. We made it to Friday. It's me, your host, Janine Rubenstein, and I have just been in the best mood all day long, you guys. It's my niece Natalie's birthday. Valentine's Day is around the corner. The Super Bowl is here in L.A. this weekend, and we have so much to talk about. So let's get into it. Speaking of the Super Bowl, one of the halftime show headliners is facing sexual assault and battery charges. A former employee has filed a lawsuit against rapper Snoop Dogg, along with his longtime friend and hip-hop personality Bishop Don Juan. The woman alleges Snoop's, quote, actions were sexually predatorial. After an unsuccessful private mediation, the case is heading to a jury trial. In an Instagram post, Snoop accused the woman of being a, quote, gold digger. I'm sure there will be more on this in the days ahead. Moving on to a happier story, Anderson Cooper is a dad again. On his show last night, the 54-year-old CNN anchor introduced his new son to the world. This is Sebastian Luke Masoni Cooper, and he is healthy and happy. Even his occasional hiccups are, to me, adorable. Those hiccups are so cute. Cooper will be co-parenting Sebastian and his almost two-year-old son, Wyatt, with best friend and former partner, 49-year-old businessman, Benjamin Masani. I am so happy for their family. And now, today marks 10 years since we tragically lost my favorite artist of all time, Whitney Houston. I can't believe it's been a decade already. The Grammy Award-winning artist was known the world over for that effortlessly perfect voice, as evidenced on classics like I Want to Dance with Somebody, her impossible-to-duplicate rendition of the national anthem at the Super Bowl, which, fun fact, she didn't even practice for beforehand, and of course, her iconic cover of I Will Always Love You. A Whitney biopic is coming to theaters later this year starring Naomi Aki. But if you can't wait till then, People's commemorative special edition on the star, which yours truly wrote the foreword for, is out on stands now. As the cover says, we will always love you, Whitney. And with Valentine's Day on Monday, there is plenty of love in the air. So if you've waited until the last minute to buy your boo something, no worries. We have you covered. Well, Valentine's Day is on Monday, and if you are slow to start, like everyone, we want to help you figure out what the best gift is for that special someone in your life. So to give us her very colorful thoughts on this is style and beauty director Andrea Laventhal. Hey, Andrea. Hi. I think you mean my pink, red, and a little purple thoughts because the colors of love, apparently, according to the aisle of CVS where I like to walk (laughs) up and down and buy myself candy. Well, I feel like when it comes to Valentine's Day, the point you're at 
in your relationship kind of dictates where you go in terms of grand gestures or how much money you spend on a gift for your valentine. Well, unless you're Pete Davidson gifting Kim Kardashian, in that case, just buy the island already. <laughs> but let's break it down in that way for the, the normal people. What is your recommendation for someone in a new relationship? You just met, it's still warm and, and shiny. I know that this is somewhat of a family show, Janine. So <laughs> I'm going to put it in elevated, elegant terms. Thanks. <laughs> Sephora just launched a what they're calling an intimate care section, oh. if you will. It's on the website. It's in the store. Uh, a lot of devices mm-hmm. look like they are sculptural art pieces that could be in like Kim Kardashian's like foyer. So... If you're in that newbie phase, you're still high on each other, this is the aisle for you. Okay. But if that feels a little too much for you, I'm also into activities for newer couples. I think that shared experiences are what builds a relationship. And that could be anything from a virtual cooking class to a wine tasting in person or even virtual, I'm sure those exist, a lesson, anything where it's like the two of you are learning or doing together. Now for those of us who have been in a long-term relationship, uh, you know, it's, it's been a minute. <laughs> what's, what's something a little outside the box you can get your partner that's a little different? I mean, you too could browse that new intimate care section of Sephora. But <laughs> if you're like me, who's been with my significant other for, I don't know, over a decade at least. Mm -hmm. What's a gift for him is a gift for you. So choose wisely. I'm going to do a streaming subscription to one of the few streaming channels we don't have. Your friends are all talking about Yellow Jackets. It's so good. It's the best show. Are you watching Yellow Jackets? And you're like, I don't have showtime. (laughs) So you just keep hearing about it. Just buy yourself a subscription to whatever streaming channel has the show that your significant other or, you know, came home and said we, we should be watching it. What do you recommend for those folks out there who are looking to spend Valentine's Day with someone who's not really a boyfriend or a girlfriend and maybe friends with benefits? I wouldn't say buy them an actual gift unless it's like almost a gag gift, mm-hmm. something cute and small. I just think like friends with benefits can be really tricky because if you get a gift, there's something about that that says you expect to be receiving one. And Mm. what if they don't get you a little something? That feels weird. You can't go wrong with a beverage. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Everyone likes Mm -hmm. a beverage of some kind. Bring a cute bottle of wine, a six-pack of beer, a... CBD, soda, whatever is the beverage of choice, it's something that the two of you can enjoy together, but it doesn't necessarily feel like a gift as much as it is like a uh, symbol of the day. Well, lastly, you can't forget your Galentines. I know my girlfriends are so important to me. And with Galentine's Day basically becoming its own holiday nowadays, what are but some- But is it, Janine? It is. Is it really? It is. Are we really out there- Buying presents for our girlfriends. Yes. I actually thought like, oh, that would be so sweet to send my girls tulips on Valentine's Day. And then I was like, wait, will they be mad that I sent them tulips? Like they didn't weren't getting tulips from somewhere else. I think we're trying too hard with Valentine's Day. That said, I love the thought. Okay. So on that note, we spoke with the one and only 
Drew Barrymore, who helped us curate our gift guide in the magazine. And she took on the friend page because wouldn't everyone like to be friends with her? Yep. And she recommended, no surprise, but still a great idea, from her own kitchenware line, a little pink heart-shaped Dutch oven. Oh! And it's so cute. It's like a little cast iron heart-shaped I don't know, Dutch oven. I don't cook, but it looks cute. I would maybe put my nail polishes in it. <laughs> what do you make in a Dutch oven? A casserole? You could bring it to your Galentine's Day potluck because I'm going to imagine that goes with Galentine's Day. Andrea, thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Now, coming up, we catch up with Oliver Hudson to talk some Super Bowl predictions and hear how life has been after moving back home with mom Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. I've got to know what chores they have him doing. But right after the break, it is also New Music Friday, and we have a special treat for you, a conversation with country crooner Destin Lynch, who shares the juicy details on the breakup that inspired his new album. Stay with us. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Today, Dustin Lynch is launching his fifth studio album named Blue in the Sky after his hit song Thinking About You featuring Mackenzie Porter held on to the number one spot on the Billboard Country Airplay chart for six weeks, you guys. He surprised fans by announcing he would have a new album dropping, telling them this has been a fun secret to keep. Well, the secret's out, and so is the album. Last night, he shared the new music video of his single, Party Mode, which I am feeling on a Friday, and he shared that with fans. It is hitting radio on Monday. So for some New Music Friday news live, I'm joined now by Mr. Destin Lynch. Hey, Destin. Hey, hey. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being here. I know you're in the middle of a crazy media tour for the album, and I want to thank you for taking the time. Uh, You say that Blue in the Sky is a collection of songs paying homage to the great outdoors, better times, and relishing in new beginnings after a breakup. So I want to do a little word association with you. Tell me the first thing you think of when I say these words outside tractor i've got a couple and i miss it it's been a while since i've got to be at the farm and and do what i love out there (laughs) tractor i like it okay better times boat season (laughs) lake days (laughs) this time of year i get i get i suffer from seasonal depression i'm stuck in nashville and it's gray and it's cold and so i'm ready for sun and boats last one breakup breakup what comes to mind Mm. um Gosh, it literally is 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 the beach down at 30A where I broke up with my girlfriend, which inspired a lot of this album, the the Blue in the Sky album. It, it was one of those we didn't survive quarantine relationships. Yeah, but I learned so much about myself and what I want out of life and and what I want out of out of my future partner, and and so there's no regret. But but yeah, I think I found a lot of clarity after that happened, and we started recording this album, and here we are. 
Well, you're someone who clearly can write an amazing breakup song. Like, why does that speak to you? And and are you, what kind of breakup artist are you? Are you a ghoster? Do you stay friends? Is it all about the music? It goes right into the song? I haven't had a lot of them. I wanted to be friends, but it takes two to tango, right? <laughs> I got ghosted. Oh. We had hours and hours of conversation to which I thought, you know, hey, I'm here for you. I'll support you. But yeah, I, it was just like clean break, which I think in the end or, you know, in hindsight is probably the best thing for us. But yeah, I mean, I got ghosted <laughs> pretty quickly. What do you hope fans take away from this album? And what are you most excited about just with getting back on the road and getting back out there? Your tour starts March 17th in Texas. A lot of this album was written, recorded, doing live with my friends on the water, lake parties, house parties, farm parties. And so my goal for this album was let's put something fun together. I went through living with my girlfriend, break up through the weeds, you know, embracing the new chapter. But it, it feels optimistic to me. So I, I, I just hope that a couple songs somebody can connect to, do live to this summer, have fun on the water, have fun doing whatever they're doing this summer. And that's my goal. Before I lose you, I, I need to know, I got to know, what are your Valentine's Day plans? It's all about mom this year. Aww. I'm going to trick mom out. I'm going to help my dad out, and, and uh, I'm going to give them a, a date night in Nashville. Dinner, show, hotel, whatever they want to do. Oh, I so, love that. When this airs, the cat's out of the bag. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today, Dustin. Be sure to listen, everybody, to Blue in the Sky this weekend. My next guest can write a how-to guide on something I know a little something about, <laughs> moving back in with your parents. So me and my husband, Doug, along with the kiddos, moved in with his parents before we left New Jersey for the sunny skies of Los Angeles. And let me tell you, it was a great decision for our pockets, if nothing else. <laughs> and believe it or not, the stories are true about actor Oliver Hudson. He moved his whole family in with his mom, Goldie Hawn. So as we mark two days out from the big game on Sunday, he is here with me now to talk about his Super Bowl predictions. So without further ado, everyone, Oliver Hudson. Hey, Oliver. How are you? How's it going? I am so good. I'm so good. How's it going for you, my friend? It's going well. <laughs> I loved hearing your story. So we're in the same boat. You know, we know what it's like to move back in with your parents, with kids. <laughs> yes. And let me tell you something. When you said it's, it you know, lightens up the pocketbook, I couldn't agree more. I am comfortable. You know, I mean, I could save so much money by just convincing my family just to live with my parents, but it's not going to go over. So my last night is tonight. Oh, Saturday, we move back into the house and I actually go to the Super Bowl on Sunday. So the timing is is perfect. My mom's going to be sad. Uh, what will you miss most? Honestly, being with my family. I mean, we're all very close and we live close by, but it's the double edge. You know, it's amazing to wake up with them and go to sleep with them. And at the same time, you know, absence does make the heart grow fonder. So everyone gets a little bit edgy at times. I, I think I just miss breakfast. My mom's an amazing cook. When I'm dealing with the kids in the morning, it's like, right, you're lucky if you get a piece of toast because you are late, your ass is late and you need to get out. My mom has got a whole spread. It's sort of like being at a little bed and breakfast. Well, you've gone full throttle into fantasy sports, right? Into that whole world. My husband is obsessed. Yeah, me too. So tell me about like what you're doing in that space and, and what initially got you into it. 
initially, uh, one of my best friends, Mark Rose, I didn't even understand fantasy football. This is years ago, and I would make fun of him. I'm like, dude, you're a nerd. What are you doing? You know? And he goes, try it with me. I tried it, and that was the, that was, that was the end. It was over. I was, I was locked in, hooked into fantasy football. And then it has evolved from there, playing for the daily fantasy sports bets. And now Stat Hero, I'm dealing with Stat Hero right now, and, and uh, you know they're an amazing, an amazing platform because they just—it's a great entry point into the sports betting world. Mm. It's fun. It's fun if you have some skin in the game, even if it's a dollar on a game, it just makes it that much more enjoyable or stressful. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but that stress is what we live for in sports. You know, we hate it, but we love it. Well, everyone is getting ready for the L.A. Rams and yeah. the Cincinnati Bengals to go head-to-head on Sunday. Who do you have your money on? I mean, like the odds on favor of the Rams, but you can never count out Burrow. The issue, the issue is defense. You know, Joe Burrow has not has no offensive line to protect him. He got sacked nine times Oof. in the conference championship game, but he still pulls it out. The Rams' front line, their defense is is stupid. I mean, they're sick. So I, we're gonna have to see. I think the Rams will probably win. I'm not a Rams. I'm a Broncos fan. Okay. So I have no I have no skin in the game here. I would personally like to see Burrow win now. My fantasy football team this year, Matt Stafford and Joe Burrow, were both my quarterbacks. So I feel like a proud father watching this game. <laughs> well, something I, I loved watching was you and your sister, Kate Hudson, on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon recently. You guys were belting out Pour Some Sugar On Me mm-hmm. by Def Leppard. So just give me a second. I want to play a little clip of that. So fun. So you guys have the podcast together, uh, right? Just looking back on the episodes you've recorded so far, which conversation just made you deepen your love and respect? Well, it's interesting because, yes, we're interviewing other people and getting into their lives and what their sibling dynamic is. At the same time, it has enlightened us and brought us closer. It has sort of opened our relationship up. And we are learning things from our guests. For some reason, it's easier to tell the truth when you have a microphone in front of your face. I don't know the psychology behind it, but it's easier for me to say to Kate, hey, you know what? When you did that, I didn't like that. Or this is the way that I have felt about you when I was a kid. Things that I would never have maybe revealed when we're just sitting down at a dinner table. Mm. And, and then, of course, it's hysterical. I mean, we're laughing <laughs> half the time. What you're hearing is an edited version, of course, because we're constantly laughing. I love that. So it's sibling revelry. You've got another podcast as well. You are so busy. Uh, but really quickly, before I lose you, I want to do a little bit of rapid fire. So first thing that comes to your mind, okay? So um, what chores are you doing around the parents' house? Cleaning dishes, making sure that everything is, is clean. I do. I am very respectful of other people's spaces, even if, even if it is my parents'. Nice. How often have you and your wife snuck out? Oh, we're in the basement. So when the kids go to bed, you know, we're, it's, it's just dungeon love down here. <laughs> dungeon love. <laughs> okay. All right. Last but not least, did mom do your laundry during this little stint? No. No, my wife did. But it would be that would have been cool if my mom did my laundry. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for making the time. And I'm excited for you to be at the game. Have so much fun. 
Well, to wrap things up, we are just a few months away from Justice Stephen Breyer officially stepping down from the Supreme Court. Remember that? While speculation for President Biden's replacement recommendation continues to bubble, an unlikely candidate has thrown her hat into the ring. 11-year-old Madison Morgan, who's from D.C., wrote to the president asking to be considered for a spot on the highest court bench. (laughs) If you didn't see this story on CBS Evening News last night, you have to listen. It's definitely something to make you smile. I decided, hey, why can't I be a part of the Supreme Court? It doesn't hurt to ask. She said she understood that he may wonder why he should, quote, appoint some silly little girl. So she listed a number of reasons. Among them, she wrote that children don't have a voice in this country and she could give them a small one. I love Madison so much. (laughs) I mean, I definitely don't think I was even halfway thinking about the Supreme Court when I was 11, but she sounds like such a sweet kid. Well, you guys, thank you for listening to us this week. Enjoy your weekend, eat all the Super Bowl snacks, and make sure to get out there and get that special someone a little something special, you know, or get yourself something special. (laughs) We'll be back Monday with more People Every Day. People Every Day is produced by Chrissy Lindquist, Tony Mantia, Madison Lesby, Rachel King, Matt Sav, Amy Machado, and the great team at Pod People, edited by Morgan Foose and Carter Wogan. People's producers are me, Janine Rubenstein, and Charlotte Triggs, with help from Elisa Sessler and Fallon Harge, executive produced by David Flumenbaum and Zoe Ruderman.